Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, we continue our look at how to prevent and help those dealing with suicide. And then a little later, Josh Davis will have the latest update on our outreach to prisoners. First, though, I want to remind you about Prophecy in the News Live. It's coming to the Tri-Cities area Friday and Saturday, March 8th and 9th, featuring Bill Federer, Greg Patton, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Micah Van Huss, Larry Stamm, Josh Davis, Mark Lindstedt, and Clayton Van Huss. The latest details on the march toward a one-world system will be revealed, biblical mysteries will be uncovered, and you'll learn how to have true spiritual victory in the invisible war on the saints. Biblical artifacts from Israel will be on display, and we'll have an archaeologist there ready to answer your questions. Friday and Saturday, March 8th and 9th at Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Call 1-800-652-1144 or visit the events page at swrc.com. Tickets for this special event are free, but seating is limited, so it is important to register today by calling 1-800-652-1144. Here's today's host, Greg Patton. Thank you, Matthew. The questions, the whys of suicide. Suicide, of course, is death caused by injuring oneself with the intent to die. A suicide attempt is when someone harms themselves with any intent to take their life, but they do not die as a result of of those actions. And it's so prevalent in America today. Over 48,000 people died by suicide last year. One death every 11 minutes. And you know, there are many factors that increase the risk of suicide. Suicide is connected to other forms of injury and violence. For example, people who have experienced violence, including child abuse, bullying, sexual violence, have a higher suicide risk. Being connected to family and community support and having easy access to, to health care and those that can help in this critical area. To get help in one of these areas can decrease suicidal thoughts and behaviors. Of course, for the ministry, we that preach the Word of God believe that we have the answers based on the Word of God. I was watching an NBC special last night, how a 16-year-old girl getting in a fight with her boyfriend travels down the highway at 85 miles an hour, and after having a a discussion on the phone at the same time realized this thing isn't going to work out. She pulls her car directly into the path of a pregnant woman and her little daughter. The 16-year-old survived. The pregnant mother and child die. Suicide rate increased approximately 36% between 2000 and 2021. Suicide affects people of all ages. Suicide among the top nine leading causes of death for people ages 10 to 64. Suicide, the second leading cause of death for people 10 to 14 and 20 to 34. Is help available? It certainly is. And and one of those things, again, is our book that we're offering here at Southwest Radio Church, Suicide Prevention and Help for Those Left Behind by Dr. James Bachman. We talked yesterday on the program, and it was such a Blessing and so much good information from this senior pastor. SWRC.com is where you can get it, my friend. You can call 1-800-652-1144. 
That's swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. Southwest Radio Church Ministries, Watchman on the Wall. So good to have with us Dr. James Bachman. Well, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we dealt with Pastor Bachman talking about, again, suicidal emergency intervention, long-term transformation, and his 21 steps that we went through there toward the end of the program, thinking and the lifestyle of the suicidal, using the Bible as the main source with those 21 transforming lessons and assignments, some really good material. Dr. Bachman, yesterday you mentioned a 17-page section called The Ministry of Suffering. Could you tell us as we start today, a little bit more about that. And by the way, welcome to the program. Good to have you here again today. Good to be here. Let me give you an example. All of us face degrees of various types of suffering, and, and uh, we, we, we need them because uh, we need them as blessings in disguise. <laughs> and God uses to strengthen and guide us, and He allows us things to happen in our life that we don't understand, sometimes don't appreciate, but He still says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so anyway, I found out that in, in 2021 that I had stage four cancer. And the first thing I did, I thank God. I said, I don't understand this. But we, we need to see them as blessings of, of disguise. And um, God allows things in, to happen in our lives that we don't understand. And he still says in everything, give thanks. It's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, when I found out I had four stage cancer in 2021, First thing I did, I thank God. I knew that, that I could trust him, that he wasn't going to test me above what, what I was able to take care of with his help. And so I had prostate cancer and, and went to my bones and left me with holes in all of them. But anyway, this fragile condition that I was left with, I couldn't get around like I used to. So my, my ministry was restricted to basically calling folks on the phone and, and asking them, you know, if, if I could pray for them. And then after I, I would pray for him, I would I tempt him to give him the gospel. And last year alone, God helped me to, to see 740 professions of faith over the phone and, and other, other ones as well. But I was, I was amazed. And um, we also watched God miraculously provide over $400,000 to take care of my medical treatment. My faith was greatly strengthened, and God received much more glory than if I hadn't had cancer. And by the way, my PSA was 353. If you got over six, you probably got cancer. <laughs> and, and so anyway, now it's down to less than one. Uh, that was all without chemo and radiation. And so now I'm just thanking God and praising God for allowing me to have stage four cancer. And my story has been a blessing to many folks. And I'm just so, so thrilled with that. No doubt about it. My goodness, that is... That's quite a story just for one person. God is able, and uh, he is. everything is possible with him. And so appreciate you sharing that, brother. And again, uh, hearing your some of the messages that you've shared with people over the phone and see that many people saved is to me just unbelievable. I know you're a great soul winner, but to do it on the phone to the tune of at least 740 people, and of course, give God all the honor and all the glory and all the praise. Amen. God bless you, brother. Well, if you've just joined us here at Southwest Radio Church, Watchman on the Wall, a very special guest talking about a, a most important topic in America today, suicide. Suicide prevention and help for those left behind, a tremendous new book 
that my brother here has authored, and you need to get a copy, my friend. SWRC.com. Once again, that's SWRC.com. 1-800-652-1144. 1-800-652-1144 for your copy of Suicide Prevention and Help for Those Left Behind. So how can a family begin the recovery process over the loss of a loved one, somebody who's taken their life? That's got to be devastating. Yeah, it is. And there are many difficult feelings that overwhelm them that face a situation like that. The first one is just plain shock and unbelief. But they've got to accept the fact that God has allowed this to happen and has not always given us all the answers. His thoughts are and ways are higher than our thoughts and ways. And, and he still tells us to not to lean to our own understanding. And so we must trust him in, with all of our heart. Someday he's going to reveal all the hidden things. It might be in heaven. It might be sooner. But his grace is, and his strength is sufficient for us in our weaknesses. And I often tell folks, you know, his, his, his grace and strength are like a huge sponge. And the more we lean on it, the more grace and strength comes out. You don't lean on it, it don't get it. But anyway, be that as it may, and the second of these difficult feelings is guilt. I often think, we, we often say that we, we should have done this or that, or said this or that, or not done this or that. And the guilt just is, is very, very devastating. And, but the Bible has a biblical answer, and that's undeserved forgiveness towards ourselves. And God has that for us, and God gives us his act of mercy and grace, and, and he, he gives it to us so we can receive it. I often tell folks, you know, we, we have clothes to wear, and that's what we're supposed to do with them. We have food, we're supposed to eat it, and we have forgiveness to accept. And, and uh, a lot of people ask for it, but they don't accept it. But uh, anyway, be that as it may, receive it. That's the key. Remember that your loved one, made that final choice for themselves to take their life. And now they understand it was a wrong decision. And the third difficult feeling is hurt. And they, they, oftentimes people wonder, well, I, after we always done for that person, how could they possibly have done this to us? And Jesus is touched with the feelings of your infirmities. He, he understands how you feel about that. But following God's steps of undeserved forgiveness toward your loved one, it's necessary. They took their life, but you know what? The Bible still says that we're supposed to we're supposed to find healing and peace through through Jesus. And He said, uh, God says for us so that we're to to forgive others as He has forgiven us. And that forgiveness is undeserved, and our our, our forgiveness is undeserved just as well. And so God can help you find forgiveness, and you need to accept it. Fourth difficult feeling is one I call mulling, M-U-L-L-I-N-G. We keep thinking about it and can't get it off our mind, that suicide that took place. Now, I led a school superintendent to the Lord one time. Shortly after I'd led him to the Lord, his beloved daughter was in a careless accident, took her life. She was a a senior in high school, and it overwhelmed his thought life and, and making him almost dysfunctional in his job. So I bought him a gift, and I wrapped it up, took it to his office, and, and he opened it. It was a beautiful puzzle. He looked puzzled when he saw it, but he, he opened it up and thanked me, and I told him that, uh, that not to try to put it together because he didn't have all the pieces. And I reached in my pocket, and I had a plastic bag in there with about 50 pieces of the puzzle in there, 
and I stuck it back in my pocket. And I said, uh, oh, yes, concerning that, uh, that other puzzle about your daughter, you don't have all the pieces uh, to, that, to that puzzle either. And so anyway, I said, you won't till you get to heaven. I explained his mulling and was, was frustrating, and it was useless. And, and he needed to think about his present responsibilities and his present opportunities and, and to think about things that are pure and lovely and a good report. And so he promptly turned around made a place on his bookshelf and put that puzzle box up there to remind him not to mull over things that he could not change. And so that, that helped him to understand that, hey, he's going to get the answer later. And then the fifth part of difficult thinking is shame. And, and my book shows how to take care of deserved shame, but then it goes on and shows us how we, like, like the father, a prodigal son, Christ, and Early Christians and apostles handled undeserved shame. And so that's an eye-opener to a lot of people. The sixth and seventh difficult feelings are those of blame and loneliness. And so these also have thorough explanations behind them. But those are things that I've sought to put together. So good, preacher. I appreciate your sensitivity and your desire to help others in this most difficult time. Suicide, very prevalent in America today. We have it, 170 pages of help for you. Suicide Prevention, Help for Those Left Behind, Dr. James Machman's new book, available at swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. You can't say it all on a short program like Watchmen on the Wall today, but get the book. It will be helpful. Okay, Dr. Bachman, if you could, could you explain to our audience uh, the mourning process that one goes through with this? Yes, uh, thanks for asking. Uh, the Bible indicates that mourning is necessary and helpful. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. But prolonged mourning can be harmful, just like it was with David's mourning over Absalom. And, and God, God's the great comforter. And so I've put in my appendix of the book here, I've listed 85 special passages of scripture and comfort that can encourage the mourner to go through. And I, I tell them, mark the ones that mean the most to you, then return to those marked ones when heavy waves of mourning hit you, and it'll be of a blessing to you. God's word, always a help in a time of need. Now, okay, we're going to have a heavy duty question here, because I've thought of this. I have been confronted with this, and Obviously, you address it in your well-defined book here on suicide. Do those Christians who commit suicide, can they still go to heaven if they were saved? And is suicide the unforgivable sin that some say that it is? Twofold. Okay, number one, true Christians who commit suicide still go to heaven. Eternal life is eternal life, and uh, that's the way that is. And I explain that further in the book. But anyway... The unforgivable sin is when one finally, for the last time, rejects the Holy Spirit's call to salvation. It's to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. More explanation is given in the book. I like that. Uh, we have one of our uh, speakers at our conferences, Larry Stam, who is a former Jew that has trusted Jesus Christ as Savior, and he has a tremendous ministry with Southwest Radio Church. And he'll go through explaining something, and then he'll say, get the book and read the rest. And <laughs> he, he always gets a good kick out of the audience because they say he's selling that book, but uh, he's got some good stuff. He's a 
He's a godly young man. And I really appreciate him so much. But yeah, you can't explain everything here on a 20-minute uh, program here at Southwest. So I appreciate that. We'll get the book and read for ourselves what you have to say there. So, so a Christian who commits suicide still goes to heaven. The unforgivable yes. sin is one's final rejection of the Holy Spirit's call to salvation. I agree with that. More explanation is given in that book. Do you have any suggestions with regards to, well, a funeral for those who've committed suicide? That's got to be tough. Yeah, I really recommend that a funeral be held. I, I think it gives better time for closure and comfort and encouragement and honoring the departed. You know, there's a lot more to a departed's life than than just that final tragic ending, and that needs to be brought out. And The pastor can use God's Word to help everybody who attends and, and may even see some come to Christ. So I, I, I encourage people to have a funeral. As a matter of fact, I have included a sample funeral message that I preach for one that had uh, committed suicide and taken his life. I believe that it can be of a great help to those families that uh, don't know how to handle this and also to some pastors that don't know how to go about handling a suicidal funeral. I think pastors, everybody in the ministry ought to have a copy uh, of this book without question. Again, for helps, just to know how to do it. You have been through it. You've written a book on it, for crying out loud. It ought to be something that we would want to read and use as an instrument, again, of God's grace in the days ahead. I understand that the military is interested in your book. They have been. They continue to be. How did that all come about? I know that you've talked about that before. Uh, I, I sent a letter to, uh, to Colonel Ryberg. He's a, is a famous uh, colonel, and uh, he, I asked him to read the book, and he did. And he, just, he called me up and said, oh, my soul, it's just exactly what we need. He's a great Christian man. So he actually ordered 100 of the books and uh, said, could you use some money? And he, I think he sent me a check for like four or $5,000 to help print the book. And then, and then he, he dealt with a lot of chaplains and so forth and, and helped them get going in, in these various areas. But he said, this is what we needed. And so that, that was a big boost to, to us, but also a big boost to, to his ministry as he was able to have a tool that he could use. And then also we've had others, Chaplain Major Michael Schwartz of the U.S. Army. Um, he started using the book a lot and Hey, I might be interested in that chaplain's name that gave you the four or $5,000 there. I was shocked. I, 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 mean, I was just sitting there one night, you know, and I had sent him out a copy of the, uh, of the, of the book, and, uh, he, and he read that through, and he, uh, he called me up and said, could you use any money? He said, I really love that book. <laughs> I said, well. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man, that is just, uh, that is, that's really exciting, preacher. Let me ask you, military, why do so many soldiers, men and women, take their lives? Well, yeah, they, I, I, I led one man to Christ, and he talked about when he was in Vietnam, they would send little children strapped with bombs and have them run towards the soldiers, and then when they got there, pull the igniter and kill these soldiers. And they would have to try to shoot ahead of them to try to warn them off, but they just keep coming. And finally, they'd have to shoot the children just to protect themselves and their friends. And, and it, it just devastated them. I mean, it was just something they couldn't think about it hardly at all. I had another friend that, uh, that was suicidal, and uh, he was just 
thinking back over all these things that happened in the past and he just couldn't watch anything on the television about war or anything like that. It would, it would trigger his, uh, his system and he would, boy, just battle at something terrible. But they see a lot of terrible things in war. There, there's some answers for that. And I have that one section uh, about post-stress uh, disorder. Got some, some pretty good answers in there that really helped them a lot. All right, Dr. Bachman, so grateful for the last two days of broadcasting here, Watchman on the Wall, a tremendous amount of information I think should be helpful to all those in our audience. Again, thank you so much for being on the program, and God bless you, sir. Thank you. The complete two-day conversation with James Bachman is available on CD. Call and order your copy today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Do you know someone who is suicidal or people who have lost a loved one to suicide? They need James Bachman's book, Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind. Pastors, counselors, and even lay people can find the real causes and deterrence of suicide and how to help the bereaved find healing. Order this important book today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. 1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Suicidal people need the program of a long-term transformation of thoughts and actions in addition to the short-term emergency prevention information provided in this book. They also need to understand and properly handle suffering and find and fulfill God's real calling for their lives. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman, 1-800-652-1144. This book is full of many real-life stories experienced in Dr. Bachman's ministry, adding great insight and interest for the reader. Finally, a thorough, practical, biblical approach to dealing with suicide prevention and help for those devastated by its effects are found in the pages of this important book. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Here is staff evangelist Josh Davis now, ready to share the latest on our outreach to prisoners. The Onesimus Prison Ministry is a vital outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries. We are so glad to be able to continue this ministry Thanks to your support for the Onesimus Prison Ministry. Now, this ministry began as a rather organic expression of faith. Inmates would call in and say, We heard Watchmen on the Wall radio, and we heard you talking about this certain resource. We'd like to get that if it's possible. So, the ministry began sending out these resources free of charge to the inmates. And that birthed in their hearts a burden to really devote some resources to reaching the many, many thousands. And even in America to this present day, it's over one million inmates behind bars just in the United States of America. And so we want to reach them with the good news of the gospel. We want to continue to expand this ministry outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and every time that you give a gift to the Onesimus Prison Ministry, you're enabling us to do just that. 
And so I want to say thank you for prayerfully considering what you may be able to give to help us continue to expand this outreach that we have into the lives of inmates across America. I want to share with you a couple of letters that we've received that tell of the impact of this ministry. And I want to also remind you that we are still getting requests for our annual calendar from inmates. And every time that you purchase a calendar, a portion of that enables us to be able to send a calendar free of charge. And this has become the new front door, if you will, for the Onesimus Prison Ministry, because we have chaplains who uh, will order them by the box. And by the way, a box of calendars is about 105 calendars. And so we're shipping them by the box full to certain chaplains across America, and they are taking them and distributing those to people who would want one and uh, who would like to receive one. And then they get involved with our ministry, they get on our mailing list, and we begin that relationship with them. But there's an ongoing need for this ministry, and so we ask you again just to prayerfully consider what you may be able to do to partner with us as we're seeing lives changed through the good news of Jesus Christ, and we're seeing people growing in the Lord. And that's really what these letters reflect, and so let me share some of these with you. One prisoner wrote in and said, thank you for all the resources that you send me each month. I share those with others. God is working in each person's life who opens the door to him. And then they ask us to send them a calendar, which we happily did. Another letter that was uh, very good and said that they were looking at our calendar and read the message in the back to the prisoners. And they commented, I wish so many more folks could read it. It's beautiful. About five years ago, I turned my life over to Christ. So friends, every time that you partner with us in prayer, and that's what we need most of all with the Onesimus prison ministry is prayer. Pray that God would provide the needs and the funds that we need to continue uh, this ministry, to continue to grow it, to continue to see it expand. It'd be my goal and my heart's desire to see every single inmate across America get a good news gospel message that they could understand who Jesus is and that they could know him and grow in him, have an opportunity to respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And thank you for partnering with us when you give a gift by phone or online. Be sure you designate that it's supposed to be for the Onesimus Prison Project, and that will help us keep track of the funds that come in to that end. Thank you very much for partnering with us in prayer with the Onesimus Prison Project. Friends, let me encourage you to order Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman. When you call 1-800-652-1144, you can order your copy of this important book. 1-800-652-1144. Suicidal people need the program of a long-term transformation of thoughts and actions in addition to the short-term emergency prevention information provided in this book. They also need to understand and properly handle suffering and find and fulfill God's real calling for their lives. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman. 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, Mac Dominic will help us survive the world today. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app, or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast.
Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Thank you.